0: everybody. Welcome back to Fearless Presentations. I'm Doug Stannard, CEO of the Leaders Institute, and my goal is to help you become a fearless and confident speaker and presenter. On this episode, we're going to build on that five-step storytelling process from last week, and I'm going to show you this week how stories are, are really one of the most effective tools for a speech. They're going to help you reduce nervousness. They help you persuade your audience. They, they also um, get the audience to like you more. So it, it basically, it's a it's a fantastic addition to any presentation. By the way, um, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And also make sure to leave me a comment or a review wherever you download the podcast. The podcast is brought to you by FearlessPresentations.com. So if you're looking for the fastest, easiest way to reduce public speaking fear or become a more persuasive speaker. We've got two-day public speaking classes coming up in cities like Dallas, Atlanta, Miami, Charlotte, Minneapolis, Philadelphia, Houston, and Phoenix. All those are in the next couple months. We've also got another virtual class scheduled for May. So um, if you didn't hear your city called, um, the virtual class is an excellent choice. Uh, But for details about any of those classes or, or to find out when, we're going to schedule a class in your area. Just go to our website, fearlesspresentations.com. And so the topic today is storytelling in speeches, because this is really the easiest way to reduce public speaking nervousness when you're, when you're delivering a speech. Um, so if you're feeling nervous about public speaking, if you tell a story in your speech, especially early in your speech, in the, in the first couple of seconds or minutes at the, at the most, you can actually reduce your public speaking fear dramatically. In fact, one of the first public speaking secrets that we share in our in our two-day public speaking classes is that stories are your friend. <laughs> they are they are they are the thing that you want to use very early on. When you tell a story You reduce those presentation jitters. They they help you build rapport with your audience. Um, And and in fact, if you don't believe me, just watch any professional motivational speaker on YouTube. Go to YouTube, do a search for motivational speakers. Um, You're going to find that probably about 90% of their entire speech is going to be composed of a series of individual stories that they link together. Um, so basically in this episode, we're, we're going to cover some of the major benefits of telling stories as, as well as the really the best way to do it. Um, so let me start with the major benefits of telling stories in your presentation, because they, they say that a picture is worth a thousand words. And when you tell a story in your speech, you're basically presenting a series of pictures. <laughs> These pictures, they magically appear in the minds of the audience. And, and this is where true communication really occurs, because the human mind thinks in pictures. So when a speaker is able to create this series of images in the audience's mind, the, in fact, that is similar to the picture that's in the presenter's mind, That's that means that communication has, has, um, has occurred effectively. So stories are really a powerful tool to capture and hold the audience's attention. These skills, these storytelling skills, are really easy to master, by the way. After you've identified the important concepts that you want to cover in your speech, all you really have to do is just recall instances from your own personal experiences where that concept was true. Whatever it is that you're trying to get across in your speech, you just kind of think back in your head, when when did I last see that happen in real life? Or "What's, what's the situation that I was in where that thing was was true or if you're presenting data, where did I get this data from? Where did this come from right? To tell the story to your audience now all you have to do is just describe that movie that's playing in your head there's there'll be a little movie once you kind of ask yourself those, those questions a little movie will appear and start playing in your head. All you really have to do is just give details about that that little mental movie. And, and make sure that it plays in the minds of your audiences as well. So you got to put in enough details so that your audience can kind of see the same thing in their head that, that you're seeing in yours. Uh, and by the way, next week, we're going to, to kind of show you how to identify good stories or recall good stories from your own personal experience. It's one of those things. That's one of the things that people sometimes have trouble with because when they start to design their presentations they're like "Ah, oh, how can I how am I going to put a story in for this piece of data, or how am I going to put a story in. For this important concept well next week we're going to show you how to actually do that um, so basically the details of the story are important, however the words are not necessarily require more words anyway are not necessarily required to to generate more details details are important you don't necessarily need a whole lot of extra words um you just if you use descriptive language it makes it easier to kind of create those images in the mind of your audience like for i'll give you a really good example of this i'm just going to put, Two common first names together, two common first names. These are first names that you, you probably know people with these first names. And But when I put them together, though, that, that's going to create a very specific image in your mind. So two words put together creates a very specific image. All right, here goes. Ready? Ralph Lauren. Two common first names. Ralph is a common first name. Lauren is a common first name. You put those two together, though. Most likely, you probably immediately saw an image of like the polo rider on a horse. You know, that's the one that pops into my head anyway. Um, you might have had something similar or something related to clothing, though, or maybe even cologne or something like that. Um, so let's try this one. So it's like that one that's quite a bit older. Let's see if it see if it still works even over time. All right. Betsy Ross so most likely you're you probably saw a flag with the circle, with the stars in a circle right and it was fl- uh, fluttering in the wind that kind of thing it, it, what you kind of see is that the point is that the descriptions that we give Help us share a bond with with the audience member. So when you when you tell a story in your presentation, you're strengthening that bond. You, you can ba- basically create a series of of these kinds of connections. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to put a long-winded story in to your presentation to kind of create that that image. Basically, if you if you choose your words a little bit more effectively, you can you can you can create those images in a in a very easy way. Um, so let's so let's kind of talk about the first major benefit, though, that you get by inserting stories into your presentation. The first major thing is that it helps you reduce nervousness. When you tell a story in your speech, your, your nervousness is going to drop down. Many people kind of fear that they're going to lose their train of thought when they're presenting. They, they, they feel like when I stand up in front of a group, I'm going to have so much pressure on me. I'm just going to forget everything I'm going to say. Right. Then what happens if, if I do forget something, by the way? Well, That public speaking fear is typically caused by trying to cover too much content without inserting enough examples or stories. The reason why this happens, by the way, is that storytelling is incredibly simple. You're not going to forget a story. All you really have to do is remember an incident from your own personal experience then replay that video in your head of what happened. You know, finally, just tell your audience what you're seeing. Just like what we mentioned in the a few minutes ago, it's really, really easy. There's there's nothing complicated about it. Um, I, I'll give you a, a good example of how sometimes what we're thinking in our head. You know, we we may think ah, I'm just not good at doing this, but in reality, you're pretty natural at it. Um, A few weeks ago, I had a a person in one of my classes, and just out of the blue, when we started talking about inserting stories into presentations, he just said, "Ah, I'm just not good at telling stories, right? And I was a little confused because I, I was wondering what on earth could have happened to this poor guy to make him think that he wasn't a good storyteller, um, I didn't argue with him. By the way, I just kind of accepted his his premise for a few minutes, and then and then I um, kind of paused and just asked him a few questions just to get him to, to to see for himself that he actually was a pretty good storyteller. The first question I asked was, I said, "Hey, just out of curiosity, when you were younger." Do you ever have a brush with the law? You know, something just out of the blue like that. I know for a fact he wasn't thinking about anything related to that. But just by asking that question, all of a sudden he starts thinking back in his mind to uh, an incident. And he thought for a second and he said, well, you know, what? actually, when I was school, I, I did get a ticket once for public intoxication. And I said, really? Tell me about it. And he took it took a little coaching. I mean, I had to ask him a few more questions, but in, in the next like three minutes, he had the entire group in the room just laughing out loud with him uh, because he told us about how he had an error in judgment back when he was younger that led to him doing community service for a month. Um, and so after he kind of told that little story, not realizing by the way that he was telling a story, I then asked him about what the current project was that he was working on at at work. Right. Um, I said, what's the, and, and when he kind of thought about it, he basically answered in, in one or two words. And then I said, what's the biggest challenge that your team has encountered on that project so far? And then he answered and, and I, I I then just asked him to tell me how they fixed it. Once he kind of identified what that challenge was, I said, Hey, so how'd you fix it? And then at that point he spoke for the next 5 minutes talking about how they fixed this problem. So when he finished all I did was just kind of remind him that each of those examples, each of that 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 time frame that he had just spent explaining the answers to those questions was an interesting story. it, it was it, both of them were entertaining, both of them were informative, both of them taught us something um and in addition he was he was by, by the way he was able to tell each of those examples to the group without any practice without any preparation. It was just very natural. And you can do that too, by the way. Just by asking yourself a a series of questions, you can actually insert those stories into your presentation very, very, very easily. Um, By the way, the second major benefit of telling stories or getting inserting stories into your presentation is that during a presentation, stories are way less argumentative than facts and data. This kind of goes against conventional wisdom because most people think that facts, data, that's what you use to to prove to people that you're right. But during a presentation, though, stories actually work a whole lot better. Um, uh, And this is really a big bonus, by the way, is that when you relay personal stories, things from your own personal experience, then you're just reciting personal experiences. So you're the only one really in that room who knows exactly what happened. So nobody in the audience can really challenge you on it. It happened to you, you were there, you were an eyewitness. So it's not like somebody said, ah, I can't it. that didn't really happen, right? So they can't, It's it becomes less argumentative. So telling an effective story is a great way to get your important points across to, to the audience and also create a positive emotional connection with that audience without them becoming argumentative. So by the way, human natures, human nature, human beings, they, we we love to play devil's advocate. <laughs> we love to argue. We love to find fault. We love to nitpick things. It's just, it's kind of natural. However, we also love a compelling story with a happy ending. So when we hear one, we tend to be less argumentative. So I'll give you a really good example of, of. um how you can use this to this technique anyway this this skill to help you be more persuasive so let's just for instance let's just say that that um, you're the leader of a department, and the you're, you're you've started noticing that um, the reports that the people in your department are creating um, are having typos or errors or some of some type in them. So you basically just go back and do a little research. You just pull the last 100 reports, look over them very thoroughly, and you find out that nine of those reports had some type of error. So nine percent of the 100, nine of the 100 had some type of error. So when you look at the documents a little bit more thoroughly, you also see that each of the errors seems to be a result of just improper keying. You know, somebody mistyped a digit, a letter, some kind of, some kind of typo or something like that. Common, just typos, typographical errors. So um, basically if you, if you start to deliver your presentation and just kind of give them that statistic that 9% of the reports had errors, That is a true statement. It is easily provable beyond a shadow of a doubt. You you have the data there to back it up, but that statement will also likely cause that particular audience to become defensive and argumentative, right? There's gonna be blame laid, there's gonna be excuses, and all kinds of things, right? However, an effective way to make that statement more palatable is to start with a story or an example in your speech before you actually make the statement. It just it just adds a, a little touch of people skills to that that um, kind of crass delivery of the of the statistic. It makes it less argumentative. So basically, if I instead of just kind of telling the audience a um, the statistic, if I start with a really short story. Or a really short example of how this can happen or how this happened to me, it makes it more palatable. So I could say something like, you know, yesterday I had a client where the decision maker changed. And all of the other data, by the way, was exactly the same within the, with these two people, but but there was a new name, a new email address, a new phone number. And unfortunately, our system doesn't allow us to just duplicate a contacts listing. So we can't just take the person that's in there duplicated and then make a, a few changes. So basically I had to create a brand new listing and then copy and paste all of the data from the previous person's contact information and all that kind of stuff and paste it into the new person's listing. Um, and about halfway through this very, very simple process, I got a return phone call from another one of my clients, a different person. Uh, and, and of course that that call, it only took a couple of minutes for me to take that call but it also interrupted my duplication effort. Um, now, I didn't realize until I printed out the new contract, the contract for this new person, that I inadvertently had inserted the old contact's email address into the new listing. Very simple error, but it was because I was distracted. So I went back and spot-checked the last 100 reports that that we've completed as a whole within the whole department. And it turns out that nine of the 100 reports had errors similar to the one that I had created. So basically, if I if you deliver a fact, a fact, this is 100% true. This is a fact. Human nature kicks in and we want to play devil's advocate. But if you give them a quick little story first, it reduces the defensiveness. It, it reduces the chance of the audience trying to challenge our, our data. They're much more likely to agree with the data now because they're like, okay, if that happened once, it's probably happened more than once too, and nine is not out of the question, right? So basically, just by giving a quick little example, it makes it to where the audience is, I'm more persuasive to my audience anyway. Uh, by the way, for additional details about this, I'm going to link to one of the um, other sessions. Uh, it'll be in the show notes about how to be more persuasive. And I think probably what we'll do is maybe add, uh, maybe um, redo that session in a couple of weeks because it was really powerful. Let will show you how to, how to kind of take what we're talking about here and make your presentations even more persuasive. Um, uh, so the third major benefit of inserting stories into your presentation is that the audience is also going to like you more. <laughs> You know, you become a more likable presenter. They like your presentation style. They like you better when you insert stories because they're, they're fun to listen to. They're easy to listen to. One of the absolute best ways to build rapport with your audience is to tell a story in your speech. And it's funny because we're doing a lot more kind of social media podcasts at, at Fearless presentations at our company. And one of the things that my social media experts keep telling me over and over again is that people really want to see the behind the scenes stuff that we do, which to me seems boring, but apparently people are kind of into this thing. And so a couple of weeks ago, I, I had this I had, I had a, um, a, um, a really tough kind of travel schedule. It was fun, by the way, but I had to, the, my first leg was to fly from Dallas, our home office to New, Jersey, to New Jersey. And then from New Jersey, I flew to Las Vegas with a connecting flight in Charlotte, so all the way down to Charlotte and then over to Las Vegas. And then from Las Vegas, I flew to Portland via LAX, connected in LA and then flew up to Portland. And then finally, I flew back home on a red eye from Portland back home. And um, each leg of that trip Basically, I just posted a Facebook live about what I was doing, where I was, you know, whether I was at the Admirals Club or where I was rushing around to to make a connection or whatever, you know, I was kind of doing Facebook lives all the way through that. It's hilarious because we had more views on that series of live videos that then for anything else that we've done, all of the great public speaking tips, all that had nothing to do with public speaking, by the way, it was just kind of, Hey, this is how Doug gets to his flights and stuff like that. Right. Um, But it, it, I, we had more views of that than maybe the last dozen articles combined. You know, a lot of the stuff that we're putting out on, on uh, social media that, that has great value and helps people, people are more into the, the personal kind of stuff. So, What's funny about that is that that is the same concept that I've been teaching, That the concept that we're talking about in social media is the same concept that I've been teaching in public speaking classes for, for years, for a couple of decades, because those short stories are, are examples that, that we're inserting into our presentations, that's how you let the audience know the real you. They, they make the audience really care about you. But we we actually become the main character in the stories of our personal lives. So good stories are a very, very simple way to get our audience to, to really like us more. Um, motivational speakers know this, by the way. And That's why the most sought after professional speakers are really masters of telling stories in their speeches. So basically, the most important thing to keep in mind is that... Getting to a story in your presentation very, very quickly is the simplest way to reduce public speaking fear. It is the fastest, easiest way to reduce that public speaking fear. And, but the stories actually do a lot more for you though, to, as well. They, they also get your key message across without creating an argument with the audience. Um, they're also a good way to get your audience to like you more. So it's it's really a good idea to insert some of those examples or stories into your next presentation as soon as you can. Um, by the way, in the next episode, I'm going to share with you a few public speaking secrets of of um, how to identify good stories. You know, when you come when when something occurs. And um, in your career or in your life that you go, oh my God, that's going to be a great learning experience. How do you take that instance and turn it into a story? So we're going to focus on that next week. So stay tuned. We'll see you next week on the Fearless Presentations podcast. Bye now. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.